Well, welcome back, everyone, to hey, hey. Spokast Breaking Patterns. I'm here with John M.F. Ward. Hey, hey. Are you dropping the motherfucking... Are you, I've heard you say MF a lot more than you used to. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not dropping it anytime soon. But um, you're, I think when I prime out, like when I get to like 40, I might be like, you know what? It's been a fun young <laughs> 40 years. And, you know, I think I'm going to let the MF go. You know, I might do that. Because like somebody was like, what you could do is you could go John MF Ward through your young single years. Yeah. And then whenever you decide to, you know, maybe get married or have kids, you could drop the MF. That's, we don't got to drop. I mean, like. MF yeah. Doom has always been MF Doom. I mean, yeah, that's true. RIP, but uh, rest in peace. And, but yeah, I mean, it, I don't think it. Yeah, I like it. I always like the MF. Thanks, thanks. But and, I, it, I like saying, I like saying the motherfucking. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun, and it's it's direct, and you know who 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 it is. Like it's me. Like, yeah, there's not very many motherfuckers unless it's MF Doom. Right. Um. What's funny to me is uh matt delong shout out to matt he works sound he does sound for a lot of local gigs i fucking love the guy he's Mm -hmm. incredible he came up to me at the industry night on monday and he goes john mf ward when are we getting another performance from you he didn't say show he didn't say like set he said performance because he did sound for my uh magic lantern performance earlier Mm. this year that i uh, I opened with uh, Snacks and Midnight. Shout out to those boys, man. I love those guys. Um, and he and he was like, it it really meant a lot to me because it was a three part set, and I broke it down intentionally. I did seven hip hop tracks, I did four acoustic tracks, and then I did two band tracks. So mm. hip hop acoustic brought my band up, and we rocked out the last two songs with That's our cocks cool. out. It was great, right? But he goes. The fact that you have this strategic planning, because the MF, let's this all goes back to MF, it's a joke. Like people who take John MF Ward serious miss the point. Right. Like it's not meant to be like, oh, who does he think he is? It's more like this motherfucker, you know, like yeah. he's that guy. He's that guy. And and I am that guy. It's and, attention getting, really. Like mm-hmm. it's it's I mean it, it's similar to Chance the Rapper, like yeah. Chance, yeah. like it, that was a joke. Yeah, right, and, and it worked, and it worked. Yeah. Like Chance, like the you're, you're gonna you're gonna go around calling yourself Chance the Rapper, really. <laughs> yeah, but like so many people copied him. There's so many people that copied him to be like something the yeah something like, the yeah. But, but that might have been a more that might have been that might be more popular in the hip hop circles than I than I know. I don't no, know. It's, it's not, not. It's not. People yeah. people are going with more. I'd say atomic names like they're like, I mean, let's take some like you got Jang and, you know, mm. you've got Islo Matisse, you've got exact change, you've got Jinx Universe, you've got these names that they're their names. It's right. not like they're going Lil something or, you yeah. know, uh, unless you add some extra like Lil Uzi Vert, you know, or, you know, you've got the Migos, you got Takeoff, you've got... um you know, rest in peace, Takeoff, you've got yeah. Quavo, you know, you've got Offset, like there's names that are unique um, versus just, you know, let's see, boy, Lil, Lil, whatever, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, or bad something, you know? Mm. But, I mean, I love Bad Bunny, so I guess I can't really hate. I love Bad I think he deserves, like, album of the decade. Like, Bad Bunny's dropped some shit. He, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Dude, where did... So... Have you always been John MF Ward, or were you, what was no. what was your original? I, I love hearing these stories of the original. This ra- is funny. Rap I, names by my hometown friends. I get called what I called myself in high school. Um, I used to be go. I used to go by Jay White. 
<laughs> yeah, I used to go by Jay White. Jay White. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was Jay White. I remember, and it was funny as people still uh, will hit me up on Snapchat and be like, that was Jay White making it big, whatever. I'm like, I don't go by Jay White anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, they're like, nah, man, Jay White was fire because I used to walk around my high school with my guitar. And I, I mean, I kid you not, I had my guitar and I would sing about shit that was happening in front of me. You know, I'd get back from lunch because we had open campus lunch. So we'd go get bushes or the taqueria <laughs> and then we'd come back and I'd be playing the guitar down the hallway back to my uh, seventh or sixth period. And I'm just like, yeah, I just eat some fried chicken. Like I used to just sing all the time. And if you looked annoyed with me, I got closer oh. to you. I got closer. I didn't care. <laughs> you didn't like, care. Oh, man. I was talking to my brother about this the other day. I was like, Michael, like, I had to show people that you had to be fearless mm. in your pursuits in high school because, you know, high school was my home because people got to go home with their parents and their parents were like, Oh, sweetheart, how was your day? Do you want some chili? Like I didn't have that shit. My parents were fucking, you know, my dad's military mom's gone. You know, it just, it it is what it is. But high school was the time for me to really just, ha, you know, just, (laughs) just go out and do my thing. And, uh, that was, that was Jay White. And that was Jay Jay White. White. Where's the white, what's the white come from? Uh, you know, I don't know. It just sounded good it's to like me. It's not middle name time. or anything like that. Yeah, no. yeah. I just it, was, it rolled off the tongue nice. Jay uh, White. It is not, yeah, it's good. Uh, what I mean, what else did John do in high school? I did it. I kind of did everything. Um, I was in theater arts. I was in wrestling. I was in cross country. Mm. I uh was in JROTC. I. What else did I do? I did a lot of stuff. I played for my church. I guess that wasn't school related. But um, a lot of extracurriculars. Oh, yeah. I was in choir. I did dancing with an uh, old friend um, whose name will not be mentioned because I know he'd want me to mention his name. And he's just a fucking. He, so this this gentleman in particular, he got so he's done this to me a couple times. I'm not going to name drop him. I wish him the best. But fucking a like th- th- it annoys me. So one day I'm working in my room and he texts me, he goes, how come you post, you know, your roommates and all your friends and your stories, but you don't never post me in your stories. <laughs> and I was like, you can't be serious right now. You can't be serious. Yeah. You can't be serious right now. And he's just like, yeah, man, you be posting like the people you live with, whatever, but you don't never post me, man. You fake bro. You fa-. And this is mind you, this is like the seventh time he's done this to me. Like just upset. And it's like one, we don't hang out very much much two if i'm gonna share something honestly like it's got to be dope or you can't be a dick to me and then expect me to share your stuff like i'm sorry like you can't be an asshole to me and expect me to and he's done this to me several times so why would i share anything that you're doing if you're so mean to me or you're passive with me i'm not gonna do that and so i used to dance with him and we used to murder like we used to dance, like what we, kind of dance, like hip hop. Yeah, hip hop, R and B, slow jam. Like there's this one song with uh, Jamie Fox and I think Drake. Oh, and we did this talent show. It was in Belton. I think it was at Belton High School, and you know, we live in a very cultural area in Texas, and <laughs> we started dancing, and all the brothers in front were like. Oh! 
it was crazy because we were we were fucking on that dance floor. It was crazy. We were just <laughs> it was so cool. And in in high school, I was periodically testing the limits. Like if I mm. walked by the cheerleaders, I joined the cheerleaders to dance with them. They'd show me a couple steps and I'd do it. If I walked by the orchestra room, I'd run in there and be like, hey, what's good? And I'd hit on some shit or something. And then if they were open enough, they'd let me do something. Yeah. I was I was everywhere, you know, and, and a lot of it had to do with the lack of attention I got at home. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not afraid to admit that. Like, yeah. I did not get attention at home. I had to raise my brother. So when I was at high school, it was it was on. I was having like it go. was like this is where I'm getting attention. This is where. But it's also like when you get attention and people, no matter what the response is, you that's what you're wanting right yeah like because like that's what you wanted from your parents yep. like you wanted attention from them like any it's yeah it's, but i also wanted to be good i didn't want to be like subpar oh like, yeah. you know what i mean like it was know, like a competitive thing yes it was like and yeah i went to the ballroom dance competition in seattle the mm. star ball um and i know it's called summit now sorry my bad guys um i went there and i have this student her name's kate and she was like, I just love that they give participation trophies to everybody who just doesn't play. It's like, I think that's incredible. And I was like, I don't. And she was just like, that's just so rude of you. How are they going to remember this moment? I was like, pictures. <laughs> pictures. They take pictures. If you don't place first, second, or third, you don't get a trophy. You can get a ribbon, you know, like fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. But you don't deserve a trophy if you didn't place. Like, that's my opinion. And she was like, you're just so mean. And I was like, no, I'm competitive. And I'd be pissed if the participation trophy was as big as a first place trophy. Mm. If I got first place, I got first place because I shit on y'all. Sorry that I did better and I worked harder. And so, you know, back to like the high school thing. I was all about the trophy. Like, I was mm. like, I want that plaque. Like, yeah. I want the fucking... And then when I got into sales, I saw that you can get trophies like that. And I remember being the number one salesman in Houston. And I was like, in your fucking faces, bitches. And they were all like, damn, and my plaque's still on the wall. Till this day, no one's beating it. That's amazing. Uh, it's a great yeah, feeling. It's a good... I mean, it's a good motivator to be driven by, like competition yeah. like it'd but be it's a, hours clocked in yeah wouldn't you be sure, mad yeah. if like somebody like let's take uh running for example mm. you run every day oh yeah mm -hmm. and you've got a great mile time what's your best mile time in high school it was like 444 that's but, like, incredible mine was never that that's incredible so 444 right yeah imagine a dude who's never ran a day of his life mm. runs like a five minuter like, I mean, just he just does it yeah. and he doesn't run. Mm -hmm. You'd be like, what the fuck? Mm. I've ran my whole life and you can just, you know, and he's just like, yeah, whatever, you know, whatever. But if he drilled it, he could run like a four minute, yeah. you know, and you're like, what? And like some people are bred different. My theater teacher said something I'll never forget. She goes, I'll take a hard worker over natural talent any day. Mm. You know, the definition of work. And your work pays off Yes, when yeah. done right. But it pisses me off when somebody can just stroll in and just do something and then they never put any time into it. No, I can appreciate the gift. Like, wow, you've got a gift. But if you don't jump on that opportunity, mm. then it's I kind of question, like, 
you know, like what what is this worth to you? Like what right. does it mean? Because people would give their left nut to have what you have. Like yeah. you know, I I don't know, like it's it's weird. And again, you know, my opinion is different than a lot of people's, but it's just like I like competition because it's room for improvement. Right. When everybody gets gifted the same thing, then it's like, well, why even compete? Yeah. You know, I'm not a pity party. Don't, don't, don't give pity on me. What does that competition look like in the rap game? Because like, I feel like there's, I mean, even you said it the other day on Facebook, you said, I'm coming for y'all next. I'm coming for y'all's next. <laughs> I'm coming and, for y'all's next. But like, but like, what does that, like, what does that mean? Like in my like, head, how, what, what drives you now? Like to be at the top of your game and, and shitting on everyone else to show everybody that I still, that I still do it. Mm. That I still that I'm still on top of, it. and what I mean by coming for your neck is, it's so good you're gonna play it, right? And when you go with your friend, your friend's gonna be like, "Yo, did you hear so and so's drop?" Mm. That's what I. That's mean. what you mean. Like you want people like, it's unavoidable. It's, yeah, it's un- yeah. Like you like you're gonna hear this music whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. It's so good that your girlfriend's playing it. <laughs> it's so good that you know. People are like, yo, like it's just, it's mm. there. It's unavoidable, you know? And that's, that's what I mean by I'm coming for you. Like the next three singles I've got in the gun are fucking bangers. Bro. I, I, I just heard the first one. Yeah. Um, and it's not even done. Like it's, that's, it's, it's a rough mix. So it's am- amazing. I don't understand that. It's all local. When you say it's a rough mix and I listen to it, it sounds pretty done. What's well, missing from it? So let me ask you this. Have you... Yeah, I know you've experienced <laughs> this. Do you remember starting podcasts for the first time? Mm-hmm. And you would listen to the yeah. audio of the podcast and you would hear like the highs are too high or the lows are too low or you'd hear a buzz. Like yeah, There was something sure. in their podcast you were like, this wasn't produced the best. Like it could have been better. Yeah. So... There's that same kind of listen, except in music, it's a little more dynamic. Yep. So you've got these these pockets that every, like your bass, your 808, and all this stuff have to sit so that it's an even distribution to the yeah. listening experience. I've noticed that with music a lot. Like, you can tell if something's mixed improperly. Because, like, I was listening to a local uh, musician mm-hmm. in my car, and... The bass just like was blown out. Yeah, it just wasn't. It, it there. just like, and I'm like, did they not mix this right? Because mm-hmm. like it's, it's like that boom, like that that bass, that big bass. It's just like it blows out. Yeah. But it, my speakers aren't blown out. It's just right, like right. The, the tracks blown going out. off the going off the the levels. They're not paying attention to like where the decibel is at. Like some right. people have really high decibels. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll notice like with some artists, like you'll be able to turn it to 23 or 25 volume and then it's really loud. Yeah. And then sometimes you'll have to turn some up to like 35 just to hear it just the way you want to hear it. Right. So that's all in mixing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Cause the, what you heard was like, again, it's not done and it's, it's cooked and this is, I just want to take a second to just brag on the guys, Joel, DJ Donuts, uh, your journey outside of music and your constant involvement in the town with DJing and playing for different bands and being as consistent as you are. You deserve your flowers, man. Thank you for um, allowing this track to come to be. He literally got sick and he produced a song and then two days later he showed it to me and I had the song done by the next day. I'm grateful for for you, Joel. Thank you for um, allowing me to be on this song too. 
Justin Priest, my guitarist, my mm. long-haired, beautiful, amazing friend, I can't begin to thank you for blessing this track with your guitar. Um, the song's called Grown Folk, and... Um, I'm so proud of this song. It's grown folk. There's no cussing in it. It's very straightforward. It's to the point. It's it's a, a subtle reminder that, you know what? I'm an adult. Kids are not. You have to hold yourself accountable. Mm. And I'm going to do what I got to do. And yes, I am the guy that your girlfriend's liking on Instagram. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, but I mean, that's, it's, it, that's why in the uh, I have this line where I says it's a balance to be humble and a smooth stunner. Yeah, I say that at the end of the song because it's like it is a balance, and I'm yeah. not trying to be an asshole. And then the last line, I get a little cocky. Yeah, I'm like hit yeah reservations through the week to see my ladies hit the peak. Go walk through Kendall, hit Monroe to see the city streets. You know, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, I need to listen to I the I really love how you you put. Spokane into your song. Yeah, Spokane. It's, Spokane is it. You, right. you like listen to content. I shout out yeah, everyone. Content, yeah, yeah. I it's great. I think it's I think it's important for local music to you know what's funny to recognize where you're from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they're ashamed. Like there are people that are ashamed. They don't want to shout out local stuff because it's like, well, this is just where I'm from. You should be proud of where you're from. Oh, absolutely. This yeah. is an amazing place. And I'm not even from here. I love Spokane. Yeah. Like, I love this place. And, of course, like, there are things about it that could be better. But if I'm being honest, everywhere you go, there are things that can be better. It yeah. doesn't matter where you're at. There's always things that can be better. And I love this fucking town. Yeah. I'll never forget the first time coming here to visit the guys for four days before I moved here. Mm. I was liming through the scooter, just high as fuck, looking at everything like, wow, this fucking place. And now I live here. Yeah. I think I love it. I, you know, yeah, as, you, as everyone knows, I love Spokane. I love and I'm loving the music that's coming out of Spokane now. And I mean, especially right now. And you're a big part of that. And thank you. You've said when are you perform when are you performing again? <laughs> uh, yeah, but I've got um, I'm doing a um. I'm doing a couple of songs for DJ Exodus. He's got a, a, a mixtape rolling out. He's doing a listening party on the 16th this month. I'll do a couple songs, and I'm also going to perform with Tyler Ali, Peachtree. Um, a lot of people love that fucking song. They're always like, Winking with Enzyme. Oh, know. the one you performed at Soul? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. nice. Uh, so I'm perform what's that, that listening party all about? Uh, it's just going to be hip-hop stuff I, I don't know like all the details but i know it's like an album release party okay kind of you know oh um so it's his mixtape yes gotcha yes. so it's been 10 it's gonna be uh cosmos uh tyler align myself and i'm trying to remember who else is on that card there's a couple of people on that card but they're all like from kung fu vinyl and, oh okay yeah they're, they're, i saw that i saw the list the other day and i was i was trying to is it invite only uh no oh no. cool i think you can go you just gotta reserve a table Ah, you got to reserve a table because, nice. you know, if it sells out, you know, cool. but I'm excited uh, just to be a part of the event. The fact that I was even considered again, like here's another important thing. Um, I believe that product and good product sell, right? Mm -hmm. Every show I've ever done with the exception of, I think one, they've reached out to me about mm. like, I've never reached out to a venue and asked to perform. That's never happened. Mm. Not once in my career being here. I'm very grateful. Like God has had my back. And as we sit here today, I have, and you saw this, I am over 4,000 monthly listeners on Spotify as of today. That's amazing. Um, and it happened within a month's time. My song from 2020 is like blowing up across the globe. Oh, really? Yeah. 
What song? Yeah, a bad bunny. Oh, ba- oh, bad bunny. Yeah, nice. Yeah. That's really cool. It's it's an honor. It's a pleasure, which is why I'm really excited to be here today, just to celebrate this this steak. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't have the words. I'm just very grateful, man. Like. Yeah. Brennan, what a fucking honor, you know, a pleasure to work with you because this is the stuff we get to look back on. Like everybody's always talking about the future. I don't want to talk about the future. I look too far ahead into the future. I fall on my fucking face on the stairwell. <laughs> I have to look at where I'm at and these conversations with you and this this constant dig at what we're doing. That's the beauty of it. So yeah. thank you. I yeah, I love it. I, I, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be doing this with you if I didn't really love you so thank you man it's a it's a pleasure and we're at you're at the finish line dude like it's we're here it's um it's december 8th Mm -hmm. and uh you only got i don't even know i can't i I can't math right yeah it's like 20 22 22 23 days yep so that's them jordan number (laughs) 23 yeah like you can get your advent calendar out and you Uh, can uh start counting down the days until new year's not that that that's really what you're looking for but like it, it's it, the, but you should celebrate at the end of this at the end of this year because you've worked hard to to be to to live a i i, I should say i guess sober lifestyle but like yeah. that's what it is but i know it's more to you than just being sober oh yeah it's so. much more to me it's the commitment part of it and it's the looking at myself every day and choosing to get more involved you mm. know i had a you know Riker. i hope you don't mind um, we were talking on Monday at the industry night and I was just, you know, catching up with her. I was like, how she's been? And she's like, oh man, I've been moving the gates and you know, the, the, uh, little educational nights where I teach artists how to start EPKs and all that stuff. Like yeah. it's happening and more people from Seattle are buying tickets to go to those things than people from Spokane. Okay, yeah. Right. So that's what I've been hearing. So you keep that in mind. Right. And I'm very happy for her. And I just was listening to her. I just wanted to hear her talk. And um, she looked at me and she goes, you, though, you're doing almost more groundwork than I've done being here. Like, you're everywhere. Like, you are unavoidable. Like, it's John M.F. Ward. And I might be slightly be exaggerating. She had a couple of drinks. But <laughs> she was just like, you're doing it, dude. Like, yeah. yeah. if they don't know you yet. Oh, they will, you know, and it's, it's cool because like, that's an example of somebody who's carried themselves, conducted themselves in a very professional, well-communicated manner. Mm. And the people that are frustrated or upset with how she conducts her business are people who fail to understand what consistency, professionalism and communication are. Mm. You do a deal with Riker, it's going to be very concise and construct. Yeah. There's going to be ink. There's going to be writing. There's going to be documents. There's going to be a PDF, a W-9. There's going to be all that. It needs to be done right. Mm. That type of professionalism is, I'm not saying out the window, but there's a lack thereof. Mm. You know, it needs to be done in writing. And so, you know, people can knock the business look of it, but you have to know how to do that if you want to succeed. And, um... It, and if you're not big on that, show up, mm. show up. I know people in this town that ask me to help somebody else on how to get their name around. And I'm like, well, you got to start showing up. Yeah, you got to show up. Even if the show isn't your genre, show right, up, yeah. shake their hands. Mm-hmm. Like the moment my barber, me and Riker have the same barber. It's funny. He did this song and I was like, if I get a beat cook specifically for us, will you get on it? And he was like, yeah. And so I the song's done. It's already it's already cooked, right? 
I'm doing a song with my fucking barber. Local, That's right? That's amazing. Then you look at the grown folk song, DJ Donuts, Justin Priest, me, Moses mixed it. We also got Lucas Brown listening for extra. You know, this is all local. Yeah. Like, I'm staying in the pocket. Like, mm -hmm. we're staying in the pocket. And shout out to Kenny Pahina. He cooked the beat out of Jackson, Mississippi. You know what I mean? These are people I know. Yeah. These are people I want to see do great things. And we got we to gotta stay on top of that. Yeah. And uh, we also can't be bitter. You know, um, you know, I think a lot of us battle with that. I battle with that. And so it's like, we just got to keep moving. Yeah, the showing up thing is big. I, I was at a voting event um, at the beginning of November. I think um, I remember. Um, we, what was it called? It was... Um, I had oh, a show. Shoot. I had a show. I was going to that night. Which I couldn't make it. Yeah. Oh, and I think we might have talked a little bit on the last episode. Mm -hmm. And but yeah, it, Riker was there. Um, TS was there. Yeah, yeah. Blake, um, Blake was there. Mm -hmm. But when you say like showing up, like the next day, someone hit me up from the show and like, can you, can I use your space for a podcast that kind of had kind of got fucked up? And I'm like, let's do it. And it was because I was at that event that. I that you know and that's why it's important to show up to yep. to events like you, network. you can't show up to everything I can't show up to everything obviously but like yeah. it's but it is important to show up you mm -hmm. know every once in a while yeah you know and, and there's right, other sorry. ways to be connected and uh but yeah it's if you're if you're trying to be in the industry or any industry any industry that you're in there's a networking event for it yeah and if you show your face there like People will remember that. Yeah, they will. Um, they will. But my dance instructor said, I think I told you this before, or I might have shared it on here. He goes, you'd rather sit at home and watch a boxing match with boxers who will never know who you are and miss out on dancing with people that love you and look mm, forward to seeing you every week. Right. Can't relate to that. And I just thought that was so factual. It's yeah. like you show up to these events because, one, you want to be a part of something. You've got to be there. Yeah. And, two... I hate to say this, like with the internet, like people are like, I want to feel involved on the internet. It's like, yeah, you can have as many followers as you want, but based on the algorithm, you know, 20, 30 people are seeing your stuff. Right. Um, three, you don't know nobody through a DM. Right. I'm not communicating with you through a DM, especially if you got my number. Call me. Like, let's talk it out, right? But, you know, like people don't, you know, they just, they, they want to be, they, they, again, like, slow feet don't eat. Mm. Slow feet don't eat. That's I'm just true. trying to be sucker free in a world full of lollipops, man. <laughs> there ain't no bunk beds in the grave. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean, yeah. So it's, you know, I, I think about that stuff and I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to show up, you know, even if the event is like small. Like, you know, mm -hmm. like, like nobody's there. I'm yeah. still going to go, you know, yeah. I'm going to show up what I can, but I also, I compete in ballroom and I teach ballroom. So right. my weekends are pretty busy already, mm -hmm. but I still make time. Like some Saturday nights I get out of a lat night or a swing night and I'll stop by Zola or I'll stop by somewhere and go support whoever. Yeah. Priest plays this Friday at Zola. I'm going to go stop by, see him. I'm going to bring uh, some of my lady friends and we're going to have a good old time. Yeah. But that's just what you do. You can't sit here and talk about community if you're not there. Yeah. I When I think of breaking patterns, something that's struck me this year that's kind of changed is like I've always been a humongous Seahawks fan. And I'm sorry. I'm just uh, kidding. I'm just and, kidding. No, you're fine. And, <laughs> you know, and I always took... Sundays as like being like this is the day that I'm gonna I gotta watch Seahawks gotta watch football you know like I'm gonna 
veg out in front of the TV and it's a program, you know, and like I gotta I gotta watch the Seahawks and I like I arranged my entire Sunday or whatever day the Seahawks played around that and this year I was just like I'm not doing that anymore I'm <laughs> tired like I I'm not tired of the Seahawks but I'm like I'll catch a game if I can watch it I'll watch it if I miss it then I miss it like it right, doesn't fucking right. matter it's fucking sports see I admire that because I've I've recently had to do that. With with Dallas, well, I can imagine you'd have to do that with Dallas because it's they're <laughs> it's, it's they're Dallas. as as, <laughs> it's as frustrating as the Seahawks, um, if not more. I'd imagine as a Dallas fan, yeah, like it's a pain. At least the Seahawks have a Super Bowl in the last uh, decade. Yeah, but um, we still got more rings, though. <laughs> you know, I'm so mad. I just kidding. you're right though. You're, I can't discredit that. I like Gino. I like Gino too. But like it's Gino. but when we're talking about breaking patterns, like mm-hmm. it, everything in our life, like there's an obstacle and then there's always a way around that obstacle and what some things that you think are aren't, aren't obstacles are actually obstacles like yeah. i didn't think the seahawks were an obstacle in my life until i realized this is ruining my family's sundays sometimes like i'm not spending time with my kids because i rather watch the seahawks yeah. and like and so that was an like it, I didn't see it as an obstacle. And then I was just like, this year I was just like, you know what? I need to let go of being so committed to a team that doesn't really know me, you know? Yeah, like, they don't, they don't, they don't. And like, I hate, and like, I think growing up, like I, you know, you just, you gotta, I can't be so serious. I can't let sports affect me. Like <laughs> the way they do. Cause the they, they affect do. the fuck out of me. Yeah. It, it, it's, oh, it's, fuck. It's tough. It's one of those things. Like, I'm so passionate. About, I used to be so passionate about it. And I'm like, I'm so passionate about it. But, like, there's so many other things to be really passionate about mm-hmm. that will bring me so much joy. Yeah. Like, uh, so. So, a uh, question yeah. for you. Um, we've had a change in season. Yes. We have the cold now. Yeah. Now, this is going to be a great segment for our show right now because <laughs> there's a lot of people who are newcomers. Spokane's growing at such a vast rate. I think it was ranked fifth two years ago in the highest destination of places to move into the country. I think in 2021, it moved up to third. And I haven't checked to see what 2022 has done. But I'd imagine it's a high destination. And people who do, do not know how to embrace the winter are looking for answers. And so we are here <laughs> with the incredible Spokanite himself, Brennan. And uh, what are your hacks to get through the winter when it comes to seasonal depression? I have to know, not for me, a little bit, but I need to know what you do to get by when the days get dark this early. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I really you just don't. deal with it. That's I just what deal with it. I mean, it really has been. I've been in Spokane every year since 1990. Uh, the 1900s, so, man. <laughs> He's old. Bro. I don't really remember the winters and when I was like, when the winters when you were a kid is you put on your fucking snow outfit and snow clothes and you go outside in the snow and you play in it. You yeah. go sledding. You Nobody do does that anymore. That's not true. My kids do that every day. Well, you've got kids. You can see <laughs> oh, I'm right. sorry. That's what you're saying. Like you're talking about adults. <laughs> yeah. Um, like like when I drive through neighborhoods, I don't see kids playing in snow. Um, but how I get through, I mean, I mean, I also grew up in Spokane with like two wheel drive cars and never and no snow tires. So uh, I learned how to true. drive in the snow when I was like in really crappy cars. Mm-hmm. And, and I, got, I got stuck a couple times, but now I'm just like, I got my Subaru. I mob and mob around in the snow. Like the day it, like we got like the foot of snow, like I 
I'm like, I'm not letting this ruin my day. Like, I'm not, school might be canceled, right. but I'm I'm still going to go record some podcasts. I got shit to do. Like, I got shit to do. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to let the snow stop me. And yeah, I've seen an influx of, you know, new Spokenites who aren't as confident in the snow, which I, I understand. Um, but the other way I, I really stay positive is I go do stuff in Spokane. Right. Like I go out to dinner. I mean, we go, go to different places to eat. Um, I run outside in the winter, even when it's 20 degrees outside. Are you naked? Y- yes. Uh, sometimes. Yes. Wow. <laughs> no, no joke. There were last winter, there was a naked runner in my neighborhood who would run on the trails that I ran on. I never saw him. Um, <laughs> never like saw, Sasquatch. never <laughs> saw him, but I did get, multiple comments from people like is this you brennan because i know you run on those trails all the time and luckily the description of the man was he was a you know six foot tall white male with brown hair luckily at the time i had purple hair oh my so, god uh i could have been wearing a wig oh fuck but that apparently dude. but apparently this guy also approached women which made like it yeah. made things like that's what made it uncomfortable and no one wants to see anybody running around naked I don't know. I don't know. If she's in heels, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> and it's like, a, it's, like a, and it's like a role play thing. Like, I'm going to get you. She's like, no, don't do it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but but she's, uh, I, yeah, I just. You just you know, stay busy. I, I stay busy. Then, but Do you take any like vitamins at all? Like, do you, I mean, uh, other I than like the one a days that most people take? I don't take vitamins. I, you know, the vitamins I get from my energy drinks. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> and uh, there's something you know. I, obviously, I've talked a lot about my ADHD, and I take Adderall, and that helps me with my motivation. Um, honestly, the, something that's been really motivating to me lately is like I I've been drinking a lot less, and just I've been naturally like you've just kind of I just kind of I'm phasing drinking out. Like I'll mm-hmm. have a drink a night with Abby. Like I'll still have like my nightly martini. Right. My my martini with my wife and mm-hmm. we'll have uh, some cashews and we'll sit around and talk about what's going on. Um but then I, I love I've been that smoking. We I've been smoking like we that boy brave neck glizzy. <laughs> I found a good uh I found a good like strain. Strain or like what's it called? It, um Oh man, I don't know what it's called. Is it's, it Herba? It's a, it's a cartridge, but it's Terps, um, oh. and so it's like it, it smells like weed. It's not like a flavored at all. Like it's just it's it's, it's not a oil. It's, it's oil. It's oil. It's oil. Yeah, gotcha. And and I've been like last night I hit that a couple of times, got a little high, but it, like instead of like putting me to sleep, it like made me super like aware, and like I did probably about eight hours of work in like three hours last night. I got all of my shows edited. And I got so much work done. And, and I was just like, this is so much better than being fucking drunk. Yeah. And yeah. like, and like, I, I like, you know, that, that one drink I have a night, but then if I want to, you know, I, I go to bed a little high sometimes and I have such good dreams. I sleep better. I'm, I'm amazed that you have dreams. Yeah, it's great. I haven't had any, like when I well when I smoke weed, I don't ever have dreams. Mm. I I feel like I just go into this deep sleep. It's nice though. I miss it. I miss it the most because oh. I'm cutting weed back to where when I come back from it, I'm gonna celebrate on New Year's obviously, but Saturdays I'm gonna save weed for like a Saturday. Mm. You know. Yeah, but it's but that doesn't I mean smoking for isn't isn't for everyone. But right. like 
there's natural ways to, and I will say I, smoking weed's a na- more natural than getting high. Mm-hmm. Like it's a much more, <laughs> you're going to be feel much more productive if you're doing that. I will say like to do that though. Don't go eat a bunch of fucking food, though. <laughs> don't, don't. Because you will fucking, what is it, catatonic ass. You will, yeah. Like, and that, I, that might be the biggest downfall of it is that I'll end up, like, eating a bunch of shit at night when I, I shouldn't eat. But So wind that back to the, like, cutting out drinking. Do you feel like it was just happening unconsciously? It you wasn't, know, like, a decision. It just happened. It just happened. I, you know, I really, I just, I started smoking more mm-hmm. and... And I like that that feeling so much more than being drunk. Yeah, fair or enough. Or buzzed, and it that being and also drinking too like drinking too much also makes you fall asleep. Yeah, like that's true. And and if I need to work at night, like I I you know I can't be I can't be buzzed or drunk and like I can't do that. So like and I also can't that doesn't go well with my daily running mm-hmm. like. And so now, and I still, and I have a lot more energy when I wake up in the morning. I, you know, I just feel better mm-hmm. as like, like I went to bed at two o'clock in the morning. Had I went to bed at two o'clock in the morning and had three Uh-oh. cocktails, I would, you would have to run be, after I, this. I, I would probably be still sleeping right now. Ah, fair enough. Or wanting to be sleeping. Right. Like or this running morning, after the podcast. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, but this morning I woke up at 630. I got, unfortunately, only like four hours of sleep, mm-hmm. but I woke up. Ran five miles on a treadmill. I got my car, drove here. Like, that's like cutting out alcohol in your life. Like, it's going to change. It's going to change something about you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I've I've talked to too many people this year. Joel, DJ Donuts, Bobby, City Chapters, uh, John motherfucking Ward. Like... If you look at the people who have stopped drinking in 2022, you can see a humongous change in how productive they are. And I can attest to it. Yep. And and so it, it Sarah Thorpe, my friend Sarah Thorpe, yep. Shout out Sarah. um who's been on this podcast and mm-hmm. who I do another podcast with. And I do a podcast with Bobby. Like she has had never had a I don't want to say I can't put words in her mouth. I can ask her next. She's after this podcast, but like there's been major shifts in these people's life because they stopped drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't, that can happen to anyone who wants to change something in their life. Right. Like I didn't, I didn't commit. I like I committed to trying to not drink in 2022 failed miserably, but seeing the people that are succeeding made me realize like I do need to cut back on how I intake alcohol alcohol. Mm -hmm. and like, and I think Bobby said this on city chapters the other day is that alcohol and him just aren't don't mix. Mm -hmm. They just aren't good for each other. It makes him not as motivated, you know? Mm -hmm. And he's like, and maybe that's not true for everyone. Like maybe you can be productive and drink, but you can't be productive and drink heavily. Like, and if you are, I'm going to get guarantee you your quality of life is not that great. Yeah. And you know, there are people that say, well, I function perfectly fine under the influence of alcohol. And I'm like, well, imagine how much better you could function right. without it, right. you know, <clears throat> and it's not to take away like people have what they have, but when you do, I can't, 
speak verbatim what the doctor or what the diagnosis is, but when you drink alcohol, the next day your body creates it. It induces like this stress hormone mm-hmm. uh, when you don't have it just a couple of days afterwards. So, you know, again, we're not hating on anybody who drinks alcohol. It's just, you know, like we progressed <laughs> a tremendous amount. Like it's, it's, it's insane, but I will, I'm so excited to have a little, you know, uh, Malibu pineapple. It's all bad. Go sip on a giant, hit the, hit the little joint. I'm talking about sitting with my shower. They go ahead talking her ear like, baby, you know, Malibu, like, like Malibu rum? Rum, yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Malibu pineapple, that's my, that's my go-to. That's your go-to. I don't drink straight. I used to, like... I think I told y'all this story. Um, or, yeah, I did tell you that story. I, I used to drink, I used to buy um, a fifth of uh, oh, yeah. Crown Apple. Yeah. And I drank straight from the bottle. Yeah. I just drank it, you know. And uh, we would also do that with, um, what's that whiskey called? Jameson. Jameson. We drink oh, that shit God. straight, boy. And we just drink straight from the bottle. This is when I was in sales. Because mm. if you're in sales, man, you become an animal and you have a quota to meet. So you just fill your void with alcohol and yeah like that's the one take back of uh sales that i i don't miss is i i was an alcoholic except not to the extent that people think it wasn't every day but it was when i did drink oh i went hard like i was like we're going you were functioning yeah Yeah. and i remember i'd you know drink at lunch like it'd be noon and i'm having two double shots of some Mm. jameson and we hit the sales and then we fucking just go and i'm just like you know um but yeah, alcohol is one of those things. I'm just excited to kind of bring it back in and then see where I level with it. And if I feel like it's taking advantage of me or taking away from the things that I do, then I'll cut it back. You know? Yeah. It's the awareness. It really, it, it is the awareness. And it, like, you need to be, like, for anyone that drinks, like, you need to be aware how you are acting mm-hmm. when it, and like, if you're not acting right, like you, you probably having a problem with alcohol. Yeah. I like, always try to tell like one is one and done. Just yeah, give yourself a drink and chill. Just chill. Just have one drink, you know. And at most, at most have three. But also, like I also consider like my body type. I weigh about one eighty. I can have a drink as long as I eat dinner, and I can have another drink. <laughs> but since it's been a year, I know that one drink will probably have me feeling a little spizan. You know, I'll be spinning it around. Um. But just it's the awareness. But it's like, but feel it out too. Like, yeah. have a drink, have another, like, have a non-alcoholic drink after that, yeah. and let that first drink hit. And like, and usually, like that will get like that's that's a, if that's what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Like, that's you'll be in a better place in having three or like a shot in a drink and another drink because like that's you're gonna hit that and then you're gonna it's you're. Going to have regrets in the morning. Yeah. Did and, I ever tell you about the... Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, and, and I don't know what your regrets look like. My regrets look like texting people and <laughs> like making plans or... And like... And I I hate waking up like that. Like, yeah. and my regrets aren't like that bad. Like, I'm not texting people like terrible things or, right. or anything. It's usually like, I love you. Like, you're, you're my best friend. Like, that kind of stuff. It's always love when right. I do it. But it's still like... Brennan, come on. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, yeah, spoke, we ain't spoken like six <laughs> months. Why are you texting me right, right. now? Right. I almost texted somebody last night. I, I wasn't drunk. I was a little too high. No. And and that's another thing. Getting a little too too high is a thing as well. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I was talking to Abby about an old friend from high school. I was like, you know what? I should just hit him up and see if he wants to have drinks. I'm like, I shouldn't do that, Brennan. Yeah. 
don't, don't, don't do need that. to do that. What were you gonna say? That's so funny. Uh, I had this. Uh, I was in high school. I was stupid. But I remember I have this one faint memory of I knew alcohol was a fucking problem. Mm. I was playing beer pong. There was this huge house party. Shout out to my boy Russell. He hosted a lot of these, bro. A lot of these parties. And it was just a bunch of people there. And I remember I was running the beer pong table. And it was like me and uh, my partner at the time. I don't know who was my partner, but I had about like six guys behind me. We were all turning up. Every shot. Ah! You know, it was just lit. You know, you're fucking young and you're stupid. And so we're shooting. And then there's this dude named David, uh, David Kennedy. Shout out to David Kennedy. I loved everybody I went to school with. I loved them all. They, you know, I mean, everybody makes mistakes and it's all forgiven. I just love everybody because they were, they were living proof that we all did it. You know, all the friends you went to high school with, they're living proof that you were there and you did what you did and you were known for that. And, you know, the amount of times I woke up covered in whipped cream and whatever the fuck. It was just, it was a time. But anyway, David comes in and he goes, shots. Because he did this thing where he'd make rounds every 15 minutes and just shots, shots, shots. And everybody's like, yeah, shot. So he came in with some shots, didn't tell us what was in them. Oh, um, but before this part, I took the four horsemen shot. Oh, no. Yeah, and so I'm drunk already. I'm fucked up. I got yeah. a beer in my hand, another beer in my hand. I'm playing beer pong, and I already had a four horsemen and a couple of shots. I'm fucked up. I'm yeah. a teenager. I'm fucked, but I knew I'll stay in the night, so whatever. So David comes in. He's like, shot, shot, shots. He's got like 20 shots in his hands. So we all take, you know, and I remember I take a shot. I swear to God, I'm Kevin Duranting that bitch, and it hits the <laughs> cup, and then I'm like, shots. It's fucking, oh, what's that shit called? I'm, I just ever clear. Oh, I take this shot. It's the first time I've ever had Everclear. I took this shot, and I remember I took the shot, and then I opened my eyes and I looked at everybody, and I was like, "Did we just drink rubbing alcohol?" Like it was so bad, and it was in that moment. Then I was like, "People have fucking problems <laughs> if they're drinking this." Yeah. It hurt so bad. That was the worst. I've never taken a shot of that shit since. <laughs> I remember being like, there's no way somebody's drinking this yeah. stuff. Like, there's no way. I, I've i had it a couple times, and I've never drank much of it. I just can't do it. One time when my brother was underage, he's, I was like, he's like, hey, D Brennan, can you go grab something at the liquor store for me? And I'm like, and I was a cool brother, mm -hmm. and I get him some stuff every once in a while, like Same. some rum or some vodka or something like that, or them MD twenty twenties, like something that like, <laughs> or like some Mike's Hard Lemonades or some whatever yeah, like the yeah. the equivalent was. He asked me to go buy him some Everclear. You did, <sighs> and I'm like, how do you eh. know about this stuff? And I'm like, dude, you're like nineteen, like you don't need Everclear. Right. And right. I go in there and I look at it in like those Everclear bottles, like they look cheap. Yep. They have fucking humongous warnings on him like don't drink too much of this mm -hmm. um and i was just like i can't buy this for him <laughs> like i my if anything happened and someone found out that like i had bought this for him and yeah if something bad had happened like i would it's over for I, you. I would i would not be happy with myself yeah and so i i bought him something else and i said oh they didn't have any and so good call everclear is it's dangerous. Yeah, and I love that you said you were the cool brother because I was too. I remember there were a couple of those house parties I brought my brother and his friend to. Mm. There was one particular night he got a little too drunk and he like peed down the main stairway. 
Mm. Like he thought it was the bathroom. He woke up from his sleep oh and he peed down the stairway. And then he also peed in my buddy's laundry basket. And I remember the next day, like I had to look at them and I was like, I brought y'all out, you know, because I love y'all. My friend, you're lucky my friends didn't murder you both, you know, like, and they were just like, oh, we know we just, you know, I was like, ah, oh, you motherfuckers. But I had such great friends. They were, they were like, ah, oh, it is what it is. I was doing laundry anyway. Yeah. But still like, you know, you know, I think it has a lot to do with just teenage stuff. You know, we For can't sure. be mad at teenagers. I mean, we were all, we were, I mean, that's a great thing about, I mean, if you, you, you probably, ha- I've had my experiences of getting like, there's no worse feeling when you're. 38 years old and being hungover yeah, and, or, sucks. or puking. Like I haven't puked in years, mm-hmm. but like, Oh, so he's an alcoholic. How about <laughs> <laughs> I'm just but like, <laughs> right. But like, I, and I think that speaks to like, I've, I, I, sometimes I go heavy, but like, I usually don't go heavy enough to get to that level. Uh, but like I did all that stuff in my twenties. Like I don't need to. Like I don't need to feel hungover. I yeah. know what that feels like. Yeah. It's not fun. It's not fun. Uh, well, are we running on we're, time right now? We're we're running pretty close. We're at we're about at an hour, and um, this is a good catch up session. We're gonna do two, one more episode after this. Yeah, that one's gonna be really about all the everything that happened in twenty twenty two and setting goals. Mm-hmm. And what we're looking forward to in 2023, I have a lot of big goals, big lofty goals in the new year. I'm sure you do as well. I do, and yeah. I and I'm really, you know, I want this to be kind of like a precursor to yeah, that. Man. I'm 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 excited for next. Uh, well, I guess not next week, but the yeah, next week. I think we'll have it. I think this one will come out. Um, well, you're listening to it now, so it's out now. But I think this will come out soon um, in the next. Uh, I, I think I can get it out pretty quickly and then we'll record the next one before the new year. And I think I want the, the new one to come out on new year's, new year's. Oh, like, so we can, so, you know, get, you can, we've partied and, but yeah, but we'll record it before everything happened. But like, oh, I want to sure. talk all about 2022 again and, but, uh, and, and lay out kind of what the next year will look like for breaking patterns. Because I, I, I think we have some ideas, but uh, we need to talk about that still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we definitely do. Uh, but before we go... Yeah, um, man, you start. I'm we start. Starting. Is that true? I think I've started the last two times. Uh, uh, that's fine. I can start. <laughs> um, how about this? How about we we go every other? Okay. We haven't done that. Deal. Um, I'm going to thank uh, my friends at Lucky You Lounge... Uh, Carly Ingersoll. Um, I'm not really good friends with Carly, I should say. Like, we're Facebook friends. I've interviewed her once on uh, Spellcast. She's the very second interview on Spellcast. So you can find that in this feed. It's from 2019. And, but I, I reached out to Carly about three months ago about doing a show at Lucky You. Uh, and she got us a date, and we're, I'm, I'm helping produce a show at Lucky You Lounge with Jinx Universe, Exact Change, Islo Matisse, and DJ Donuts. Um, Jazz Boyd's going to be helping with set design. Bobby from City Chapters is also going to be sponsoring it. Uh, and it's it's really... I'm just so thankful for all those people involved, but I, I want to thank Carly and Lucky You for giving me a shot to, you know produce my first show i've never done anything like this and i'm learning a lot but 
I think I have an. I think I kind of have a knack for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, some yeah, doing do. event planning, but I'm very, very thankful for Lucky You and all those people and everyone involved in in helping do this good growth show. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's on January 6th, day before my birthday. Oh man, tickets on event. Tickets are on event bright. Ugh. Tickets are on event bright. Only twelve bucks. Oh, nice. Um, also, uh, this is a funny story. Uh, I did my first show at Lucky You last year, November. Mm. It was for TS's panel. Mm. And I remember, I think it was later that evening, I got a little high and I met Carly for the first time. And I remember I was a little stoned and she was saying something, you know, just about work and, you know, how it is operating there. And I, I think I was saying something a little too soon and I kind of interrupted her for a second. And Carly, if you ever hear this, just know it was unintentional um we're we're fine but i just i remembered this like randomly a couple months back and i was like i hope she didn't take this as like a i was so high i was just like oh fuck because i had mentioned that i'm a huge alan stone fan and she was like she was like well i'd like for you to meet him but i can get you to meet him and i was like oh that'd be so sweet and you know i just had nothing happened it was just more or less like i got excited and i talked over her for a second and i was like and i could see it in her face like that was kind of rude and i was like oh i'm sorry Carly, um, you know, but shout out to Carly, shout out to Lucky You. I love those guys. I love that venue. Um, it is a legendary venue. I've played both stages, upstairs, downstairs. Mm. Um, yeah, God bless those folks, man. Love them. Uh, but my one would be Premier Ballroom out in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Mm. Um, when I first moved here, the amount of people that try to keep me from going to Coeur d'Alene. I love y'all, but fuck y'all. Coeur d'Alene is the <laughs> shit, all right? It's like, I love Coeur d'Alene. I love Liberty Lake Post Falls. I love Spokane Valley. Y'all motherfuckers need to go out there and do some shit because y'all be fucking lame just chilling here all the time. Um, I love ballroom dance. I love that I get to teach it. I love that it's a piece of history that people are letting go of because of the internet. People are learning TikTok dances and there's nothing wrong with them. I think they're dope, but... There's nothing better than taking the love of your life or a a friend or somebody Mm. and spinning them around that dance floor and sharing a piece of history with them. Because back in the 1700s, a waltz was considered promiscuous. Mm. It was a closed dance position and it was looked at as like, oh, they're fucking. Oh, they're fucking, you know. And it was just a small box step. But ballroom has really shaped a lot of my life, so I'm very grateful for ballroom. Mm. Yeah, premier ballroom CDA. Who's next? Uh, I'm very thankful for uh, my friends up at uh, Chowderhead. Yeah, Chowderhead! Uh, I eat there too much. Um, (laughs) I love that place. But they make some of the best sandwiches, some of the best soup in Spokane. Uh, Travis, what he's doing there is amazing. I always forget the girl who is like the main server there, but she's amazing too, and she... She always knows. She's like, oh, you're going to get a, a bowl of uh, a chowder? And I'm like, yep, it's so easy. I just walk up there, get a bowl of chowder, and they keep me they keep me fed. And it's a, it's a, if you haven't been to Chowderhead and you're listening to this, go and go and have whatever on the menu. Everything's good. And I also got their, their meatball. Ooh. What was it? Meatball I, sandwich? I, yes. And dude, I yeah. ate that whole thing and I didn't feel like a piece of shit afterwards. It's really good. Yeah. That means their ingredients are great. Yes. Um, two, I'm grateful for you, Brennan. Mm. Uh, we made it. It's mm. kind of, it's crazy to think about. Like it's been 12 months already. Yeah. It's been 12 months. I mean, I think I reached out to you probably the last 
2021 in yeah. November or December. Yeah, it was November because you were like, you know, hang oh, on, yeah. about a year. Mm-hmm. So thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for allowing me to be um, a part of your life. Thank you for allowing me in your home. Yeah. Thank you for allowing me to be um, Uncle Jesse to your children. Thank you. Um, just, man, thank you. Like yeah. this, this whole thing has been really sweet. And I, I hope that, you know, I say this on the song. I said, uh, I'm not a prophet. I'm not a teacher or a prophet. Can't tell you how to live your life. Mm-hmm. The only truth I can, um, the only word I can keep is my own. And, um, you know, I'm not for everybody and everybody's not for me and that's fine. Um, but thank you for being for me just in the sense of being a supportive friend. You know what yeah. I mean? Thank you for being a great friend to me. Yeah. Um, you know, cause admittedly enough, people who've been in Spokane long enough to know there is a political game here with like music and gatekeeping. And, and the reason I know that is people bring it up, but we're living proof that that doesn't exist. Um, our work talks, mm. our, our work tells the story. So, you know, thank you for being a part of my story and my journey and a part of Spokane's history. And I love you, man. Thank you for all this. Thank you for experiencing life at a high level with me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to save my last one. I'm going to save you. I, I got to save you for the next episode. I mean, you might be. It's fine. You don't have to say me. No, I know. But I no, but I am grateful for you. Thankful for you. It's, you know, I, you definitely, you send me really sweet texts a lot. You just send me, love you, bro. And I, it, I love just having that reminder. Uh, and I, I appreciate that, you know, and I'm, I'm really just grateful for, we're coming to the end of this year, obviously. And mm-hmm. everyone who was kept working with me has started working with me in 2022. It's been an amazing year to, 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 of, it's been an amazing year for Spellcast, but I feel like 2023 is going to be even bigger. And all my supporters who have supported the Patreon, uh, I can't list them all right now just because I the don't. The list got bigger. The list is bigger, but, you know, the big ones are people who constantly reach out to me and tell me, remind me of the podcast is um, Tyler Poole, uh, Amber Sparks, uh, you know, my wife. She doesn't listen to all the podcasts, but she's... Uh, she definitely is a supporter. <laughs> mm-hmm. I couldn't do this without her. Um, yeah, and parent my parents, and there's so many people. And I, if I, I always forget to thank everyone. But like, that's if I ever won an award, like it's gonna, I'm, I'm making I'm sure always I shout gonna, everybody I'm gonna up. always have, I'm always gonna have regrets about who I didn't thank. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but thank you to everyone. There's too many people to thank. There's too many. And you know, it's funny because I've met people who get mad at people for you know like remember that one time in eighth grade when i i told you this and you did that thing and, and you ain't give me no credits <laughs> shut shut up <laughs> yep. i love you too thank you for being a part of my journey like i appreciate that yep. um if i had to pick three i uh, i'm gonna pick everybody in the industry who's choosing to continue to make music and choosing creativity and themselves their own autonomy hmm. Um, to express themselves. Like I, I, I want to thank all of you for saying yes to the challenge of you know what. There's a lot of content every day by new people. Mm. Like right now, today, a song has dropped from somebody, yeah, and they dropped it with the intent of expressing themselves and potentially finding a spot where they can be financially put in, and they can play the shows they want to play with the people they want to play. Everybody who's choosing to stay in the industry, but also. 
for you to choose to stay in the industry knowing that this motherfucker's in it <laughs> because I am coming for your fucking neck. Okay. <laughs> I know you make music. Trust me. I done heard it. But you don't make music like I made music. So it's going down. Keep making music. I'll see you when I do. And uh, remember that I love you. Um, we are the motherfuckers. That's just it. We all are. Um, this isn't a game of who's better. It's a game of who's more consistent. So keep staying consistent. Remember that you're the shit. And, uh, man, Brandon, thank you for this year. Um, I also want to link you with somebody who is going to want to start a podcast soon. So this will be another addition to you. And uh, yeah, man, love you. Love you too. Everyone else, thank you for listening to Spokast Breaking Patterns. You we'll be back in a couple weeks. Peace. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh, do it to him. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>